Welcome to the Littler International Employment Law Podcast Series. Conversations for the multinational employer on issues impacting their global business. Hello, everyone. This is Nicola Comelli and Marilita Piromalli from Littler, Italy. Thank you for joining us. Today, we will be giving you an overview about doing business in Italy from a labor law perspective. We will start with an introduction to the Italian labor law system. We will then dive deeper to see what are the main issues to face from an employment point of view for those who want to start a new business in Italy or want to implement an existing one. Finally, we will briefly discuss issues related to termination of employment. In Italy, the employment system is mainly regulated by the law and the national collective agreements. Laws, in particular, have the function of defining the minimum standards with respect to the main aspects of the employment relationship, with the final aim of laying down protective rules for employees, which are valid in all the business sectors. More detailed regulations, on the other hand, are provided for by national collective agreements that are entered into between trade unions and the employers' associations established at national level in relation to the various business sectors. Collective agreements can also be entered into at the company level by the employer and the staff representatives. These agreements normally provide employees with more favorable conditions, such as company welfare benefits or productivity bonus. In Italy, prior court decisions are not to be considered as the source of law. However, in applying and interpreting the legislation, the courts exercise their discretion, and in this way, case law precedents help to shape employment law. Now, if an employer wants to start hiring in Italy, he must consider the following steps, besides any requirements from a tax and administrative perspective, which in any case are pretty simple and usually managed by a payroll or tax consultant. The first basic step to hire in Italy is the selection of the National Collective Labor Agreement, or NCLA, to be applied to the employment relationship. Nearly all employees in Italy are covered by some kind of collective agreement. The employer may choose to apply a preferred NCLA. If the employer would like to apply an NCLA, which is formally applicable to a different business sector, he may decide to do so, bearing in mind certain conditions. Each NCLA has specific regulations and provides for additional benefits to the employee compared to the law. The employer should carefully assess its needs and establish with the council's advice what is the best solution in terms of applicable NCLA. The second basic step is the following. Once the NCLA has been chosen, the employer can move on and decide what type of employment contract to execute. The employer may access to a variety of type of contracts and should also keep in mind that the applicable NCLA may have specific regulations about those employment contracts. In general terms, Italian law, along with EU law, considers the subordinate, full-time, open-end employment contract as a standard employment contract. Nevertheless, the law provides also for other types of employment contracts, normally referred to as flexible contracts. For example, 
possibly the most widely used flexible contract is the fixed-term employment contract, which is a contract whose duration is limited in time. With flexibility come limitations. The fixed-term contract's duration cannot exceed the 24 months, but the fixed-term contract should provide justifying causes when its duration exceeds the 12 months or at any point it gets a renewal. Justifying causes have been set by a recent law and are often a source of litigation. We normally advise in our practice to avoid exceeding 12 months of duration of the fixed-term employment contract as to minimize risk of litigation. Another flexible contract is the apprenticeship contract. These are commonly used to hire people who are below 30 years old as they allow employers to take advantage of certain economic and tax benefits with special regard to social security payment cuts. Please consider that these contracts regulation can significantly change according to the regional discipline. Another widely used flexible contract is staff leasing. Employers can use workforce even without entering into a, a contract directly with the employee. They can instead use workforce indirectly through an employment agency. In this way, the employer can request the performance of working activities both on a fixed term and on a permanent basis. Staff leasing is subject, as fixed term contracts are, to limits in terms of the overall number of this kind of contract in a company or a location. Such limits, this is important to note, do not apply to innovative startups for the first four years after their creation or to newly established companies under certain conditions and for a limited amount of time. Let's move to termination of employment relationship. In Italy, dismissal can only take place in certain cases, namely for objective reasons, which are economic reasons, or for reasons related to the conduct of the employee. In this second case, there may be dismissals for subjective reasons or dismissal for cause. Only in case of dismissal for cause, which occurs when the employee's breach of contact is so serious as not to allow the continuation of the employment relationship, the employer may terminate the contract without notice. In all other cases, notice or compensation in lieu of notice is always due. Before dismissing an employee, the employer should always consult the applicable National Collective Labor Agreement in order to check the duration of the due notice, which normally change according to the role and the length of service of the employee. In case of a lawful dismissal, in general terms, two different protection systems apply. One for employees are before March 7, 2015, and one for those hired after such dates. Without, in general, it is sufficient to know that applicable legislation to employees are before March 7, 2015, provides as a normal remedy in case of a lawful dismissal, the reinstatement at the workplace. While the legislation post-March 7, 2015, provides mainly for an economic indemnity, which varies based on the length of service. After a recent decision of the Constitutional Court, also other parameters other than the seniority of the employee have to be considered. 
such as the size of the company, the number of the employees, the conduct and the conditions of the parties in the specific case. The formation of rules do not apply to executives for this kind of, uh, of employees. Dismissal discipline is mainly set by the National Collective Labor Agreement, which, in general, in case of a lawful dismissal, excludes the restatement and provides only indemnities. Such indemnities vary based on the age and the length of service of the executive. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. As you may appreciate, labor law reforms in Italy are quite frequent. But beyond the letter of the law, it is essential to be assisted when doing business in Italy with a good knowledge of social economic context, as well as the trends from case law. This will lead you to consciously approach this system. The purpose of this program is to provide helpful information for employers, addressing the latest developments in labor and employment relations. It is not a substitute for experienced legal counsel and does not provide legal advice or attempt to address the numerous factual issues that arise in any employment-related issue. To discover other labor and employment podcast series from Littler, the largest global employment and labor law practice, visit littler.com slash podcasts.